0: Welcome to the Happy Me, Happy Earth podcast. I'm your host, Eva Peterson, life coach and Ayurvedic health counselor. Each week, I'm here to help you reduce stress, heal burnout, and master work-life balance, so you can reignite your passion for life. Consider each episode a permission slip to take a deep breath. Reconnect with yourself, and remember just how amazing you are. Now let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We are going to dive into a topic that is near and dear to my heart, the moon and your menstrual cycle. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to title this episode yet, but something along those lines. (laughs) So last week we talked all about the sun, and I want to balance that out this week by diving into the powers of the moon and how we can align our lives with the cycle of the moon. And this is going to be a two parter in both parts, we're going to be chatting about how we can align our life with the moon and work with our menstrual cycles to really thrive and to bring balance to our health on every level, mind, body, and spirit. And I'm going to be sharing today and then again tomorrow, or sorry, next week, some really practical ways that we can do this. Some practical ways that we can align our lives with the moon and bring more balance and ease to our menstrual cycle. For a long, long time, I fought against my period. I was very annoyed that I had to deal with this monthly thing that seemed to really disrupt my life, especially because I have never wanted to have children. So I was like, why do I have to deal with this? I don't even want kids. I wanted to be on and high energy and super productive all the time. And yet, for a few days each month, I would have major period cramps and my energy would be really low and my mood would be really low. For us women, also if you're a man listening to this, hello, you're very welcome here. <laughs> this episode is going to be very woman-centric and next week as well. But please guys stay and listen because it would be awesome if more men knew this information and therefore could understand and respect the women in their lives on a more deeper level but back to what i was saying (laughs) so for women our hormones ebb and flow over the course of our monthly cycle And the hormones behind this cycle affect more than just our period, right? Just that time when we're bleeding. They also affect our energy level, our skin, our nutrition needs, our mood, our outlook on life, our motivation, our sex drive, right? This cycle really influences everything. All of these different things that I just mentioned tend to ebb and flow during the course of the month. So my hope is that by the end of this little podcast episode and then next week as well you'll understand your monthly cycle a bit better and i'll be sharing with you how i use this information that i'm going to be giving you today and the awareness of my cycle and the moon cycle in order to plan my days my weeks my month and work with my cycle and the moon instead of against it for a very long time i was definitely working against myself seeing my body as something other something that was holding me back whereas now i work with my cycle and i see the the benefits and the gifts and the strengths that i have during each phase of my menstrual cycle And so by doing this, by living in alignment with the moon, by harnessing the power, tapping into the power of our menstrual cycles, we are aligning our lives with the cycles of nature. And that, my friends, is my jam. (laughs) So I realized really recently that what I'm talking about today is now sometimes called cyclical living, apparently. I came across this phrase on Pinterest. I kept seeing like cyclical living stuff pop up a few months ago. And so I was like, what What is this? What is cyclical living? And then I looked into it, I realized it's really just a trendy phrase for what ancient Ayurvedic healers and people from just about any ancient healing tradition have been doing for thousands of years. So it was a term I hadn't heard before, or up until a couple months ago, even though I've been living, I've apparently been been doing quote-unquote cyclical living for years and years. So cyclical living is just kind of like a, a repackaging, rebranding, right? Giving this a fun name, giving these ancient practices a fun name. But yeah, people have been doing this for tens of thousands of years. And that's really cool. We can draw from that ancient wisdom. So I want to talk a little bit about the Ayurvedic understanding of the moon. According to Ayurveda, the moon has a calming, soothing, and cooling effect on our mind and body, and it's very much linked to the water element. So spending time in the moonlight or meditating on the moon was traditionally recommended as a therapeutic practice for ailments such as migraines, high blood pressure, rashes, and basically any element that's caused by an excess of heat in the body. The moon is also said to be associated with the right side of the brain. So that's where a lot of our creativity and intuition live, right? And also the pituitary gland and the female reproductive organs. So typically the sun solar energy is seen as a more masculine energy and the moon is believed to have more of a feminine energy. And when I say masculine energy and feminine energy, by the way, I'm not saying male or female, like boy or girl, I'm saying that there's just these two types of energies, two poles on a spectrum. So we all have that solar energy and we all have that lunar energy within us at varying levels. Each person is unique. And the moon is believed to have a big influence on the hormones of estrogen and progesterone, which play a big part in our menstrual cycle. And I'll be talking a bit more about that, how the hormones flow throughout our cycle next week. But because the moon is seen as such an important and balancing force, there are a lot of Ayurvedic rituals related to the moon. For example, the full moon is believed to be the most auspicious time to make ghee. And ghee, for those of you who don't know, you're welcome because this stuff's freaking amazing and you gotta look it up. Ghee is clarified butter and it is a staple in Ayurvedic cooking. I pretty much always have ghee with me, or if I have run out, I'm about to make some because yeah, I use it in cooking all the time and for other therapeutic reasons. I'm not gonna dive into all those Ayurvedic rituals today around the moon, I'll save that for another podcast, but I do wanna dive a bit more into the phases of the moon and how that relates to our menstrual cycle. So I've heard it said, and I believe from my personal experience that back in the olden days before electric lights, before central air and heat and all this newfangled modern technology that we have today, women's cycles very much aligned with the moon. Typically a woman would bleed on the new moon and ovulate on the full moon. Our bodies are 60% water. The brain and the heart are about 74% water. So the moon orchestrates the tides of the ocean and the tides of our bodies. The moon influences our moods, our sense of well being, our hormones, all of these things. And another little fun fact not super related, but I'm just going to throw it in there because I think this is so cool. The Earth's surface is also about 71, 72 percent water. So it's really cool that the makeup of the Earth's surface and our bodies, or particularly our brain and heart, are about the same percentage of water and we can go to the beach or to you know, a large lake and we can see the tides, right? We can see the waves, we can watch the tide come in and go out. And in the same way, we have those waves of emotions, of moods, of hormones within our bodies. So the moon cycle is about 29 days. And the average menstrual cycle is also about 28 to 29 days. How cool is that? (laughs) My experience when I've lived in more rural areas and when I've gone out and made a point to gaze at the moon consistently to really make that a practice and a ritual in my life, my period begins to align with the moon cycle. Now, when I have lived in more urban areas where there's a lot of light pollution, I have not experienced this. My period has been all over the place and it has really not aligned with the moon. So that's been a really interesting thing to see within myself and maybe something that you could play with too. And if you want to know your average or you want to track your period and kind of tune into where you are in your menstrual cycle, and that is something that I would absolutely recommend. It is so incredibly helpful. You can use an app on your phone to do this. So the app that I use is called Clue. I'm not associated with them in any way. I've just been using that app for years. I'm sure there are a lot of other great apps that you can use. But yeah, the one that I use is called Clue. C-L-U-E. And know that if you are on hormonal birth control, or if you've had a hysterectomy, or if you're postmenopausal, then your period might be either non existent or more irregular but you're most likely still experiencing this cycle that I'm talking about today and that I'll be talking about again next week. It might just be a little more difficult to pin down. So if that's the case, and especially if you've had a hysterectomy or if you're postmenopausal, you might look to the moon more as your guide. Our menstrual cycle and the moon cycle have corresponding phases. And in Ayurveda, each of these phases also corresponds to one or more of the five elements of nature. I'm going to share what those phases are in just a moment, but first I want to talk a little bit about the flow of hormones in a man's body. Men are on a very different schedule. So instead of a monthly hormonal cycle, they're on more of a 24 hour cycle. Now that's cool, right? That's natural. But the problem is that our world, our culture, our workplaces are set up to work with a man's cycle, not a woman's monthly cycle. So most modern women, myself included, for years, were trying to fit themselves into this box created by men. And oftentimes that doesn't work, right? We are not men. We are on a different hormonal cycle. So what happens? We burn ourselves out, health issues pop up, we feel unhappy, exhausted, unfulfilled, and we think that we've failed. No, my friend. (laughs) The system, our culture, our workplaces have failed you. You have not failed here. Us women are not the same every single day. We're not super productive. We're not full of energy every single day. And we're not supposed to be. That's not how nature intended, right? We're supposed to have swings in our mood, swings in our energy level, waves of creativity, waves of motivation. In us women, these things flow in a monthly cycle, not just that 24 hour cycle. There is a beautiful quote by Alyssa VT. I might be pronouncing her name incorrectly, apologies, but she's absolutely awesome. And she has this wonderful book called The Woman Code. And I want to share a quote from this book. She says, women have a second biological clock and it is equally as valuable as the 24 hour clock. The 28 day clock can be measured. It is predictable and it demands the same respect, attention and priority as the 24 hour clock. Can I get a amen? Yes, right now in our modern world, our 28-day cycle does not get the same recognition or respect or attention or priority as that 24-hour clock. But okay, let me get off my little soapbox here and let's dive into our menstrual cycles and the moon cycle a little bit deeper. The moon and our menstrual cycles have four basic phases. And depending on what you're looking at, what you're reading, these phases will have slightly different names, but I'll just give you the ones that I use. The first phase, this is a cycle of course, so this isn't necessarily first, it's just the phase I'm picking to say first. (laughs) But we'll start with our bleeding phase. So this is when you are on your period, you are bleeding and that corresponds with the new moon. What I mean when I say new moon is when the sky is dark. You can't see the moon yet. The next phase is the follicular phase. This is after you finish bleeding and you are building up towards ovulation. In our corresponding moon phase, we have the waxing phase. The moon is slowly getting bigger and bigger. That crescent is getting larger and larger. Then we have the ovulatory phase. So that is when we women are actually ovulating. An egg is dropping. We could get pregnant if we're not careful. Or maybe you want to get pregnant and you're not careful on purpose. Awesome. (laughs) This is corresponding with the full moon. When the moon is at its biggest and brightest in the sky. So these are those full moon days when the stories say the werewolves come out and everything gets a little crazy. Then we go into the luteal phase, so that is after ovulation has ended and we're going towards our period again. And the corresponding moon phase is when the moon is waning. It's getting smaller and smaller into a very small crescent in the sky. The sky is getting darker and darker each night. Next week, I'm going to go through each of these phases and give you an overview of what you can expect during each of these phases, mentally and physically. And I'm going to recommend some ways that you can adjust your exercise, your movement, your self-care, all the things to align with each of these four phases. And I'm gonna be talking to you about the big gift, what I like to call the superpower of each phase. Like I said before, because of the different hormones and the different levels of these hormones present in our body at different times of the month, our creativity, our moon, our energy levels, our cognition, our social abilities, all of these things, change and flow in a cycle throughout the month. So we have different strengths throughout the month. And I like to think of those little strengths as little gifts or little superpowers that I can tap into throughout my menstrual cycle. I want to chat lastly, a bit about how I use this information in my life. So we have these four phases. We know that we have these four phases. We know that they're also present in the moon. Awesome. Okay. How do I actually make this tangible and use this information in my life? At the beginning of each week, when I'm doing my weekly planning, I have this set list of questions that I ask myself to plan and prepare for the week ahead. And three of these questions are directly related to today's topic, so I want to share them with you. Again, these questions are part of like a larger planning process that I do, but if you just ask yourself these three questions at the beginning of each week, you will be doing so well. You will be stepping into alignment with the moon in a really beautiful way. So I invite you to ask yourself these questions, maybe today or maybe at the start of next week. And I'm going to be sure to include these questions in the show notes on my website, happymehappyearth.com, so that you can go back to these as needed and copy them down and really reflect on these questions. These three weekly planning questions. Number one, where am I in my menstrual cycle this week? And how might that affect my energy levels and my mood? So here is where I take note of what superpowers I have during this particular phase. And again, I'll share more about that next week. When I'm looking at this, when I'm considering this question, I look at my app, that Clue app that I mentioned earlier, and I see where I am in my menstrual cycle. Number two, where are we in the moon cycle this week? And what other environmental energetics do I want to tap into? For this question, again, I have an app for this. There's an app for everything these days, isn't there? So I have like a moon phase app. I believe it's called Sundroid. And I also have a little widget that's very present on my phone. It's like on my, Top screen whenever I unlock my phone so I'm seeing this and I'm very intricately connected to what's going on in the moon what's going on with the moon of course you can also go out and look at the moon but it can also be really helpful to have an app so I think there are a ton of apps that do this similar thing but yeah the one I use is called sundroid number three last question How can I respect and align with my menstrual cycle and the moon cycle in my planning this week? This is where we are taking those previous two questions, where we are in our menstrual cycle and where we are in the moon cycle. And we are using that information to influence how we plan during the week. I'm going to go into this a bit more next week, but for example, when we're on our period, we tend to be a lot lower energy, right? Our body's doing a lot of stuff. We're literally bleeding. So we tend to be lower energy. We tend to be a bit more sensitive, right? You might have some other symptoms like cramping or something around your period that are pretty regular for you. So you can plan for that. I literally, when I see on my calendar that I'm approaching my period and that it's probably going to start that week, I schedule at least one, if not one and a half or two full days off. Of course, I can do that because I'm self-employed. You might not be in that position where you have that kind of flexibility. But knowing that it's coming is incredibly helpful, even if you're working a typical nine to five job, because you can prepare for that. You can make sure you have whatever supplies or herbs or whatever you need to make your period as smooth as possible. And you can maybe either catch up, or sorry, get ahead on work and just know that you're going to be a little, lower those days, you might not be able to get as much done. And so you can start to plan your your work schedule as much as you can around your cycle. Now, next week, again, I'll be talking more about the superpowers and kind of what we can expect from each of those cycles. But for now, this week, if you feel called, I want to invite you to bring a new level of awareness to your menstrual cycle and to the moon. Awareness is always, always the first step toward any healing or personal development. So use these three questions, this little self-reflection exercise that I gave you today, this week, if it feels good to you, to start developing more awareness around your cycle and the moon this week if you feel called if you're able if you live in a place where you're able to walk outside and see the moon amazing the most powerful way that you can align your cycle with the moon or align your life with this particular cycle in nature is by basking in moonlight by going out and looking at the moon and connecting in that really direct way So I invite you, if you're able, to go and do that. If not, if you live in a big city, I totally feel you, my friend. I lived in New York City for a very, very long time, and there was basically no chance of seeing the moon there. I lived in a very uh, built-up area. but. If you are able to go check out the moon, then do so. Even in the city, even in New York, you can go over and you know look out over the Hudson or the East River and possibly see the moon that way. I will leave you with that. As always, I hope that this episode was really helpful for you. If you have any insights that you'd like to share or anything that came up for you during this episode, any aha moments, I would love to hear about them. You can always email me at hello at the evapeterson.com. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. If you enjoyed today's chat, I want to invite you to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you desire more support on your change-making journey, please check out my free guide, Self-Care for Changemakers. You can find the guide, the show notes, and other resources on my website at happyme, happy Earth. Com. As always, it's an honor to be in your ears. Thank you so much for listening.